Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Oh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Ooh, 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 ooh. Red Solo Cup. Man, that's a terrible song. Sure is. And that might be the worst song ever made. All genres? All genre, all time. Wow. Red Solo Cup. What a trash song. Yeah, it's not too good. The video's kind of cringy, too. Like, when he presented that song to his record label, and was like, I got a new one for you, and played it, did they all smile and nod? Yeah. Did not one person be like, oof. This is exactly what the world needs right now. Red Solo Cup. Uh-huh. I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. You know what that song should be? At the bottom of the ocean. Hurled into the sun. Ugh. Uh, I'm pleased to report I ventured out to the mall here in Edmonton, Alberta, uh, Canada. The big mall? The, the only mall you ever need to worry about. The biggest mall in North America? Yeah, well, that mall. Hang on, second biggest now, I think. Is there a bigger one now in North America? I think the Mall of America in Minneapolis, St. Paul. I think it might be bigger. Hmm. Could be worth a Google search. Yeah. Eh, I don't care enough. But uh, I was walking through either the biggest or second biggest mall in North America, and I'm proud to report that leash kids are still a thing. Oh, my God. Make a wish. You saw a leash kid? <laughs> I saw a kid on a leash yesterday. You know what's funny? Um, I know some kids are uh, <laughs> some kids are a-holes. Like some, yes. some kids are runners. Like they will just bolt, and they'll be gone, and you will never see that kid again. I understand that there are certain kids that do need to be leashed, and I will not judge. Well, I won't really judge, but others will. Like, can you imagine if you take your leash kid to the mall, the stuff that other parents would say to you? I'll bet you they, those people just take a beating the whole time they're there. It's funny, because I guess that tells you a lot about uh, who you are as a person. Because mm-hmm. you see the leash kid, and you can't see a leash kid and not, you know, stew on it a little bit. Well, you always look at the parents. Well, that's what I was going to say is most people probably looking like, oh, my God, this parent, what a monster. Yeah. I look at the kid and I'm like, kid probably deserved it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I split my judgment between the kid and the parent. I probably go 55% kid, 45% parent. It's a lost art, mm-hmm. uh, leashing up a child and walking them through a mall. Yeah. And, you know, it's no parade for the parent either because, like, this one, it, they were, it was leashed at the wrist. Oh, and so the kid was leashed to the dad. And so, like, dad's not exactly having a picnic either. See, usually a leash kid has, like, a harness, a body harness. So you're, you're saying this was almost like handcuffs? Kind of, except it was a long, stretchy yeah. thing. But, yeah, it was kind of handcuffed more than harness. Like, could you, if the kid became unruly, could the dad just sort of snap his wrist back and the kid would go, pew? And come flying back to him like a paddle ball game? I think so. Yeah. I think he could. <laughs> so that's all good. <laughs> the leash kids. Uh, they're alive and well. They are. I was at the mall because it's uh, it's my sweetie's birthday. Your best girl? 
And I don't know what it's like for you. The pressure of performing on their birthday, getting the gift, getting the... And, and I asked, I'm like, so uh, your birthday, what do you want to do tomorrow for your birthday? Oh, I, I just want to be pampered. I just, I don't want to have to make any decisions. You make all the decisions. Oh. And I've never felt more pressure in my life for anything. Well, I know because it feels, it feels like a 24-hour test. It really like, does. am I going to pass the 24-hour <laughs> test? Like, I better make this good. She just wants to be pampered. Yeah, her exact words. Wow. Pampered. Like, what does that mean? Is that, like, I don't know. Like, what do, what is pamper? What does pampering look like? That's a good question. Like, prescription pampering. Like, <laughs> I I guess maybe I'm pampered that, I don't know. Like, I'm probably going to go home from work tonight, and I'm not going to have to think about what's for dinner. That will be, that decision will be made. So I guess I'm pampered that way. Yeah. But if you said, hey, Garn, I want to pamper you today, I wouldn't know what to say. I wouldn't be... Uh, my fingernails? No. <laughs> Some cucumber thing on my face? No. Yeah, it makes me think that I'm really easy to please. Oh my God, so am I. Like, I, my bar is set so low. Like, if I went home and she's like, I already walked the dog, you don't have to walk the dog today, I'd be like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't know what pampering looks like, so good luck today, son. Yeah, she left it pretty vague, so... Whew. What is what is in the pampering forecast? I still don't really know. <laughs> oh. I still don't know. Yeah, it's 9.30 in the morning. You have to go home soon. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, she's going to be waking up pretty quick, so I need to figure this out. Stat. Yeah, but you got her a gift, right? I did. Okay, good. You looked after that? Even that part I'm not sure of. Oh, boy. So I'm just hoping for the best. Yeah, got her a tool belt. <laughs> I got too distracted by the leash kid. I kind of lost focus on what the present should be. You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. What if you had a neighbor that just tied their leash kid to the railing out front? (laughs) To a tree. To a tree. (laughs) Would that be abuse or would that be good parenting? (laughs) Like, you know that that kid's going to just go over the fence. But the kid needs to go outside, needs some vitamin D, needs some fresh air. (laughs) But if you tied the kid, it's okay to walk around the mall with your kid on a leash, but the minute you tie him to a fence post, suddenly... You're a monster. Yeah. Where do you draw the line? (laughs) Yeah. Tying a kid to a tree. Yeah, that's another one where you could look at it both ways. Either, oh my God, monster parent, or oh my God, that kid deserved that. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone. Forever. Uh, now, Bryce, I was complaining backstage to you earlier this morning about my uh, back ache, my knee ache. Every part of my body aches right now because I've been digging up the, uh, is that called a rock garden in front of my house? It's like like tens of thousands of small rocks. Sure. And then there's plants, and then there's a tree and that kind of stuff. But lately, we've been getting this wild grass growing up between some of the rocks, and you just can't kill it. It won't go away. So um, we've been scraping all the rocks away and putting them on the driveway and washing them off with a hose, you know. And then we put new weed barrier down, and then we finally moved the rocks back onto the weed barrier last night. This has been going on for three days. And we've done an area like a hundred square feet, maybe. We've <laughs> barely scratched the surface. The neighbors are all watching. All the Andrews are just out there cleaning their rocks again. Oh, they're just washing off their rocks. Like, because you don't want to put them back in there dirty because 
Well, they're covered with nature. And you don't want that in your rock garden. Yeah, they have uh, weed cooties on them. And you don't want to get the weed cooties back in your rock garden because then the weeds are just going to come back again. So it's been one of the most uh, least satisfying home improvement things we've ever done in our lives. Because nobody's ever going to walk up your driveway and go, Hey, did you wash your rocks? Nobody is going to notice that. And if I showed you a before and after picture, because of course we took before and after, you would have to zoom and zoom and zoom and zoom to notice that there was wild grass in there. It's one of those things that, uh, you know, when you were a kid and you had these thoughts of what life was going to be like when you're all grown up, you can do whatever you want, that you spend hours of your life bent over cleaning rocks so grass doesn't grow between them. Yeah. No, when I was a kid and I thought of home ownership, it was all blanket forts. You know, instead of stairs, you'd just have a slide from one floor to the next. That's what I thought owning a house was going to be. Nope. Cleaning rocks. That's what it come down to. Yeah. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's a lot of work for no reward. It's like when you get new tires on your car. You think it's going to make a huge difference, but ultimately you just spent a lot of money for nothing. Nobody's going to notice your new tires. Nobody's going to walk up your driveway and go, hey, did you wash your rocks? Because that looks great. The only way people notice is that they've seen us out on our driveway for the past, like I said, three days, just washing rocks every day. And you have to think of it from your neighbor's perspective. They're standing there looking out their window at you two, just out there scrubbing the rocks and then putting them back. Yeah. Just wondering, what are they doing? They probably think we're weird. Have they lost their mind? A couple of neighbors that we've never really talked to before have come over and just introduced themselves and talked to us. Like, just to sort of get a gauge for what's going on in our front yard. Yeah, they And need then to it's be- weird when you're like, oh, we're just washing these rocks so the weeds don't come back. <laughs> they're seeing what they're dealing with. Yeah. Uh, what are they doing? Are they dangerous? <laughs> what, are they weird? Uh, so, they we just started thinking backstage here, you know, are you the weird neighbor? Like, what is it you're doing in your yard or your house that your neighbors are probably like, what the hell? Like, are you the weirdo? What are you doing? Somebody said, we <laughs> we vacuum our rocks every second summers. Wow. Our neighbors think I'm crazy. Yeah, that's a little weird. Like, what are you vacuuming out of there? Yeah, the vacuuming of the rocks. That would be, yeah. I would be confused if I saw a neighbor doing that. I go out there in the fall with that leaf blower suction thing and I vacuum up all the leaves, but I don't just go vacuum my rock in the middle of summer. That'd be odd. Yeah, just having a vacuum in front of your house is a weird feeling. <laughs> How about you? Are you a weirdo? What What are you doing that your neighbors probably think is pretty bizarre? Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. Then I got this text. It says, our neighbors move all their rocks every year and then vacuum the landscape fabric underneath. Then they put all the rocks back. That's a lot of work. I do not recommend Somebody else said, I agree on the rocks. I've done this three or four times in the last 20 years. Big mistake. Somebody else says, Garner, you should have brought them all in and put them through your dishwasher. Yeah, I should have. That'd be way less work. Just asked you the question, what makes you the weird neighbor? Now everybody's chiming in. My husband was tired of the puppy tearing up the yard, so his solution was a giant litter box. He has half of our yard covered in rabbit shavings for the puppy to go to the bathroom. Yeah, that does make you the weird neighbor, doesn't it? 
Uh, weird neighbor. I put on an arc flash suit to get rid of a wasp nest over the weekend. But to be fair, I'm allergic to wasps. Neighbors likely thought that I was pretty weird. I had to Google what is an arc flash suit. And the best I can describe it is picture like the protective suit with the big headpiece and everything that a guard or a member of the military would wear in a post-apocalyptic movie where they have to herd zombies into an incinerator. That's what an arc flash suit looks like. Yeah, that would be terrifying if you just looked out your window and saw your neighbor walking around the yard in one of those. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. There are weird neighbors everywhere. This one right here. I recently went to a funeral business, which turned out to be in someone's garage. When she opened the door, there were coffins everywhere. I was wondering what her neighbors thought of her. So I wrote back, and I'm like, is this here in Edmonton? And she said, no, it's in Sherwood Park. And she gave me the name of the business, and I Googled it, and sure enough, they sell coffins out of their garage. So strange. Uh, One of the coffin models they they actually uh, offer is the Toe Pincher Coffin, it's called. (laughs) Oh, the Toe Pincher. The Toe Pincher is... It's one of the, it's like the classic coffin shape where it gets narrower at the bottom, hence the toe pincher. What an odd thing to sell out of your garage. You can also get the plywood tray with cardboard container, you know, it's huh. just, there's a picture of it. It's literally a cardboard box on a wooden tray. Interesting. I wonder yeah. if the garage is just dedicated to their business or is it like, oh yeah, no, that coffin you're thinking of is the one by the rakes? Yeah. Uh, no, the other one that we're back ordered on is the uh, display model is over there by the bicycles. <laughs> by, the, by the bicycle built for two. Imagine like a four-year-old kid learning to ride their bike for the down first the time, alley. going down the street, oh. and all of a sudden they go past that house, look over the doors open, and all it is is coffins. I guarantee you kids know that that place exists. And when they walk to school in the morning, they do the wide berth to the other side of the street, and then they come back again. They just constantly see strangers standing oh. in that garage crying. Man. Looking at coffins. I could do this all day now. Weird neighbors. I like this one from Amber, too. She says, I'm sure a few people can relate, but I work from home. I have two cats and one dog. I have full conversations with them daily on the deck, and I'm sure people can hear me talking to them. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Yeah. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. This one actually makes me feel way better about myself because I'm not this person. We have a dead cedar tree in front of our house. I was spray painting it green to make it look nice again. The neighbors thought I was nuts painting my tree. Well, I would think you were nuts too. But A for effort. Somebody else said, want to get to know your neighbors and random passers-by? Go over your driveway with a weed torch. Literally everyone gets amped about that. I'm sure they do. This one, I had a good laugh at this because I can picture it. I have a home gym, but there's not enough space, so I do walking overhead lunges with a barbell down the sidewalk all year round. Cold, this is about minus 20 out. Sometimes it's 7 a.m., sometimes it's 9 p.m. So congratulations, you are the weird neighbor. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody said we have those white mini Christmas lights in our house. We leave them up year round. We just like lighting up the house. It looks cool. Ah, if they're white and they're the mini ones, I think that's more of a multi-purpose light now, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think when it's the multicolored ones, that's a little <laughs> yeah. too Christmassy. Uh, do you take your Christmas lights down? I do take them. Down. Yeah, me too. Nothing bums me out more than a hot summer day in July and I look up and I see somebody's Christmas lights on their house. Why does that bother me so much? It mostly bothers me that it takes two seconds to take the lights down after taking four years to put them up. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one. I make art and jewelry with bones. I use dead animals, I find. I bury them in my yard for a year and let nature do its thing. Huh. Then I dig them up, clean them off with a toothbrush and bleach. Ooh. All of them are in my front yard. Ah. There's bones everywhere. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, is it safe to say that, you know, when a lost pet poster goes up in your neighborhood, that that's where we should look first and see if, you know, if that's maybe where Mittens is? Oh, my God. That would be so jarring as a neighbor to look through your front window and you just see the person across the street burying something in the front yard or digging something up. Is that a moose? (laughs) I hope it's not like, I. that is kind of weird. Uh, My father-in-law built a small patio at the end of his driveway right next to the sidewalk. He sits out there all day long and talks to every single random person that happens to walk by. My husband and I have noticed that most of his neighbors now cross the street before passing his house. (laughs) Because sometimes you just need to check your mail. Yeah, like if you were looking at a GPS map from space, like in front of his house, it would just look like the giant letter U. As people cross the street. Yeah, they're going to wear down the sidewalk and pavement in front of that house. Yeah, I don't know. It seems friendly. It seems good neighborly, but at the same time, yeah. It's well-intentioned, but uh-huh. yeah, sometimes you are you just want to get your walk done. Uh-huh. It's the Gar Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, somebody just texted and said, my story isn't as interesting but I have a neighbor that turned their garage into a living room. They have couches, a TV. They spend all day in it, and they always leave the door open for everyone to see them. And for some reason, the guy's always barbecuing in the driveway while shirtless half the time. To each their own, I suppose. Uh, yeah. I don't know. If I... I don't know if I want a full-time living room garage, but I can kind of see it, I guess. It's super casual. Probably doesn't matter all that much if you get salsa or mustard on the floor the way it would matter inside the house. I wouldn't leave the door up all the time because I would I wouldn't want my neighbors to go, God, that guy watches a lot of TV. But sometimes I just sit in my living room in absolute silence and I just sit. That'd probably look pretty weird too. And during the pandemic, I did kind of, I turned my garage into a pub, like a really crappy poorly decorated pub with cheap beer but I did that during the pandemic and you know neighbors would stop by we'd sit around the giant table have a beer eat individually packaged peanuts after thoroughly hand sanitizing and it just felt right during the pandemic but not so much now this is the Garner Andrews show with Bryce Kelly podcast uh this one this one has some twists and some turns I had a neighbor in her mid to late 50s Every time I'd huff a dart, she would come outside, almost always wearing short shorts, bend over so her butt was showing, and then start cutting her grass with scissors. Ooh, wow. A lot of layers. That one, yeah, is the gift they kept on giving. Cutting the grass with scissors. Yeah. There's an easier way. Yeah, it's called a lawnmower. Or gasoline and a match. No, don't cut your grass like that. That's horrible advice. 
But yeah, there was no shortage of weird neighbor stories on the show here this morning. Thank you very much. I like the one from a few minutes ago about the person who finds oh, deceased d- animals, buries them in the front yard for about a year, lets nature take its course, and then digs them up a year later to use the bones for jewelry. And art. And art. Yes. It would be very jarring to look out your window and see your neighbor digging up animal bones. Like a cat? Ugh. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.